This is episode 434 for September 2016. Nice little cover of Spectacular Spider-Man, the cartoon, one of my all-time favorites. Before we get on with our review and new show, I want to ask for your support. So log on to our front page at SpiderManCrawlspace.com. Look for a button on the right-hand side that says support this site via PayPal, and you can help ensure more episodes come out in the future and help us pay the bandwidth costs to provide 400 episodes for you to download 24-7 around the world. All right, gang, on with the show. Hey, Crawl Spacers, we've got one review to Amazing Spider-Man Volume 4, number 16, written by Mr. Slot and uh, Cameron Coley on art. And we're talking clones in this one, so I thought Zach would be a perfect one to start off the recap. Yes. So go ahead, Zach. This is uh, before Dead No More Part 1, because we don't want to get you know into Dead No More yet. We want to go before Dead No More. Whatever the cost is the name of the story, uh, Giuseppe Camicoli and, and Slot did the art and writing. Uh, Cam Smith did the inks, I wanted to point that out, and Marte Garcia did the colors. colors. Uh, Alex Ross, of course, did the cover arts, which I'm sure Brad loved. So we open at... It's okay, uh, it's, a, it's a recreation of uh, Ditko's lifting up heavy things. Uh, well, that, that, that's a Tuesday for most artists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we open up at Mount Sinai Hospital. Now, um, remember last month, or two months ago, how I was so excited about possibly the old bat being uh, being dead, possibly? You, know? you want Aunt Man to die, too? Yeah, I do. But remember you that. Get the petition going. Come on. Uh, remember <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, go to change.org and, and get that started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember that classic Lee Ditko character, J. Jonah James? Oh, wait. This is J. Jonah Jameson Sr., created by Mark Dick Move Wade and uh, George Berman's <laughs> favorite been, artist. Who I've been pegging to die since issue 600, by the way. I would agree. Yeah. I, I, yeah, we've been calling for his death for a while. It seems it's finally here. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's all pretty close. It's pretty close. It was, it was one of those things like with Brad during uh, one of the Superior episodes said the way that they're going to bring Doc Ock back was through a cloned body. I'm like, hey, Brad, you're right. And he's like, well, why isn't that every once in a while? Uh, but uh, I said that, huh? That's cool. No, you didn't. But <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't say that. I was just making that up. Uh, oh. He said, oh, I think you said, I, I, oh, if you get, do this long enough, you eventually get stuff right. I think it was, was what you There you so. go. But uh, George's favorite artist co-created that character, Marcos Martin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because uh, we demanded it, you know, uh, we got more J. Jonah Jameson Sr. So was anyway. during his cubist phase or when, you know, which, which, which one was this? The one uh, where that was, that looked like a polygon. That was after. The trapezoid. Uh, that was the uh, shocker um, in the subway story. Anyway, Jameson Senior in the in the bed. He's in the bed. bed. He's in the deathbed. We got uh, Parker's trying to help, and, and 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 the real Jonah Jameson is like it's all Parker's fault. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then we get uh, Doctor Clarkson from New U Technologies. Now, this name, New U. Uh, it sounds too much like New Mew, which is um, what they tried. They're trying to make the six one six. Well, that disappeared after a hot second, didn't it? <laughs> you remember that? Well, you know what? New Mew. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's, it could be. It's in reference to, don't you? 
the 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 show that used to beat us on the top twenty-five of podcasts. No, Downton Abbey. Nope. It's in reference to um, to uh, the new universe line that uh, was I think that was created by. Um, Oh, Jim, Shooter. Jim, Shooter, Jim Shooter's um, oh no, imprint no, Doctor Clarkson. I read. I think one of our reviewers said it's it's a Doctor. Yeah, the, the uh, Doctor Clarkson is a Downton Abbey reference. Yeah, but exactly. But you is a reference to uh, Jim Shooter's line of uh, comics, which was supposed to be like a realistic take on superheroes, which which was kind of ahead of its time, I think, in a little bit in ways. So. Uh, <laughs> She offers her expertise, and she's like, uh, I just want to. I just want to get this to that. Like, you quack! I see what this is. You want to offer my father up as some kind of guinea pig? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, for your newfangled friend, I won't have it. So he's like, but Jonah, I've got four That's three snorts now tonight. keeping count. Yeah, Peter. That's good. Uh, hold on, I've got more money than God. Shove it, Parker. I'm putting a dollar sign on my old man's life. Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's straight out of uh, '60s Spider-Man cartoon. I try, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So so Peter is is really you know <laughs> he's wanting to explore this this new you um, hippie dope smoking um, uh, fangled technology. <laughs> so you know him and Aunt May have a heart to heart. Does Aunt May not look 900 in this issue? She looks pretty old. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We then we, we we then cut. She, she isn't Ditko old. She's not no. quite Ditko old. <laughs> she she's late sixties here. She's eighty during Ditko. But yeah. those are some. But those are some strong cheekbones she's got going for her. Good lord. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we go to Edmond, Oklahoma, which is actually a real place, and I think I've driven through there. Haven't you? Uh, have you driven through there, George? I have. No. Okay. Anyway, the uh, Parker Industries came up plant. It blows up, and so. Uh, we think the Parker Industries private jet because this exists. Wait, I, ha- I was on mute. Oh. <laughs> you were driving through Edmonton, Oklahoma, weren't you? Edmonton. No, I haven't been to Edmonton, Oklahoma. Edmonton. Okay. Not Ed- Edmonton's in Canada. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Get some book learning. <laughs> get, get a map there, McNulty. Come on. Uh, so we get we then get the Parker Industries jet because this exists. Uh, we're en route to San Francisco because reasons. And... Peter is talking with Anna Marina Marconi about the uh, new U technology, and they're like, oh, so we're talking about cloning, which, if you're Peter Parker, you should think be thinking having alarm bells going off in your head about cloning. Gee. Yeah. Um, says the clone expert. Says the clone expert. Beware. Beware. <laughs> and uh, we then get our obligatory appearance by uh, Dr. O- not Dr. Octopus, but, uh, you know, the living brain, the actual living brain of Dr. Octopus. Mm-hmm. Um, offering a tasty beverage because that's literally the only line you've apparently been programmed to say. Yep. Um, and then all of a sudden you see you see a, I do like what Cam Coley did here. You get you get uh, Doctor Otto Octavius head peeking over the top of of uh, living brain, going, "This is very promising indeed." So so. Um, Peter then tells the pilot to turn around. They're going. They're not going to San Francisco. They're going to Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. <laughs> nice. Uh, we get then cut to the Jackal's laboratory, where we have Anubis Jackal um, doing some experiments. The Jackal's bathroom. <laughs> I said a lab. I said laboratory, not laboratory. 
Well, no, oh, I'm I think sorry. Man, I heard it differently. I thought Jack Jack was like taking a leak or something. <laughs> you wish I would have said that, but uh, <laughs> this is actually where the preview pages came from. Interestingly enough, they did it in the middle of the issue, not not the beginning. So uh, we have we have Electro. He's strapped up to a gyro. Looks like a gyro machine, but uh, yeah, it's like one of those things, like out of like uh, um, the Lawnmower Man, where they strap to strap that guy up and uh, where looks the like yard. Yeah, take me back to Lawnmower Man. Yeah, it looks like the Stargate. Yeah, uh, and we have two '90s movies. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, we're talking about a '90s. That is true. So. How appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Martha and um, Martha and Dr. Connors, because apparently Martha is now a scientist. I think he was watching too much Spectacular Spider-Man when he was writing this issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where did that come from? Uh, never happened. Uh, so Anubis Jackal is, is, is offering a deal, basically. He brings back uh, Francine, who, uh, unlike the uh, Spider-Man porn parody, Remember that, George? No. I killed his girlfriend. When I read this, I forgot how who Francine was or what happened to Francine. Francine was the um, was the groupie uh, from uh, from Amazing Spider-Man Volume Three, Number Two, the one who had all the tattoos and yeah. piercings, who then kissed Electro and then she died. She died. Yeah. She was electrocuted to death by. Francine. I actually did remember that. Yeah, I I that had such a little impact on me. I had no memory. That, of that. is where well, I actually remember that edit- too. Now that you mention it, and that is where an editor's uh, editor's box would come in really handy. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it wasn't a necessarily it's strong story, especially since it's very, especially since it's very obvious she's going to be the female Electro coming up. Yeah, no, yeah, so, yeah. We have a Spidey arriving to the scene via via spider cycle because you know this is this dance lot era. He then saves everybody inside the Edmonton, Oklahoma chemical plant, and uh, except he has one that's still trapped, and it weighs tons. It doesn't matter. The man is his responsibility. And then we get our uh, the Cancoli version of him lifting heavy shit. Yeah. Which, by uh, the way, is totally is actually swiped from the original panel because it's oh, it's, it's in the it's in the same exact pose as the, as, for, yeah. as the one from issue thirty three. Yeah. yeah. So. Definitely photo reference there. Uh, Peter gets gets the man out. Jerry is uh, his hands are slipping; he can barely hang on. We get him to the hospital, and um, Peter decides that he's going to do everything he can, and he decides to call uh, Doctor Rita Car- Clarkson about an emergency with the new U. And uh, Jack was a little annoyed because he's like, "This wasn't part of the plan." Which, unfortunately, the way the, his Anubis uh, mask is drawn, it makes him look like a pig. <laughs> that is true. Uh, so, he, what do you think's under the mask? A face? I, think, <laughs> I don't see. I don't think it's Miles. No. Who do you think it is? Ben Riley. I think it's Peter. I think it's Ben Riley or Norman Osborn. I, I think it. I, I think it's a Peter, evil Peter. I think it's a Ben Riley because I think since they said that Ben Riley's not going to be in it, um, yeah. I distinctly it, it means that probably more than likely Ben Riley's the villain. So you don't think uh, um, Mr. W- Professor Warren's under there? Huh? I think Warren ha- is influencing. If it's Ben Riley, I think it's Warren's. Influence. Well, Warren came back during that Punisher Daredevil yes. story for no reason, but but. Yeah, that was just random. Yeah, so they uh, they perform the surgery. It's done. He uh, he is all back to health. But suddenly, Peter Parker's spider sense goes off. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we then get to the final scene of the issue where um, where Jonah is not around his his family and uh, basically makes an offer, and so Mrs. Clarkson makes him an offer he can't refuse, and Marla Madison shows up with a face at Tiger. Yeah, with uh, almost. With um, I'm almost surprised that he didn't have her say, "I invented Spire Slayers." <laughs> you're welcome, Bertoni. I know you're listening. There you go. But, All right, uh, let's give me your grade. What's what's your grade on this one? This is hard to grade because on one hand I, I don't want to like it, but on the other hand I thought that the new U stuff was actually particularly strong and interesting. So I'm going to give it a B minus. B minus. Okay, let's go around the horn. Jr., what's your grade? I gave it a B minus minus. <laughs> and then C I'll, explain, I'll explain later. Okay, got it. Uh, George. G. D? Okay, Ashley? Same C. Okay, Mike? Uh, about a C, thereabouts. I'll give it a C also. Uh, it's nice to... Oh, let's, it's Zach's. Go ahead. Give me your pros, Zach. What's the pros? Um, I, one, I like the artwork. I know I kind of picked, did a couple of nitpicky things, but I thought it... it, it, it was a good issue with Cannon Coley. I thought it was about eight. I thought that this didn't feel like a rush job like some of the other Cannon Coley issues did. Um, yeah. I like the reveal of Marla Madison. Um, Marla Jameson. Jameson. Marla Madison. Uh, where did that come from? Uh, <laughs> that was a weird Yeah, that's, that's, that's a different cat altogether there. <laughs> Marla Madison. Where's that from? It was uh, Trump's second wife. Oh, <laughs> it was Marla Maples. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow! Where did what? you come from? Yeah. What the hell is going uh, on? I don't, I don't, I don't know where that came from. Marla, Ma- what was? Hey, wait, her wasn't she? Uh, wasn't she? Wasn't she? Where Madison's that's the thing? Thing? I have to Google this now, and if it winds up being a porn star, Marla Madison. Was that uh, Madison? That was her maiden name. Okay, that's what we thought. Yeah, okay, very good. Okay. Oh yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Says the spider historian. Thank so, you. so yeah, uh, Zach was right, and I'm an asshole. <laughs> yep. No, you're just thinking about Trump's wives. <laughs> Have you seen them? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. Uh, all right. Any other pros? Uh, the art you said. I liked. I liked how Jonah acted here, even though some people yeah. might might think it's off putting. But this is definitely in character with Jonah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonah would want to do things himself, and he would be. As evidenced by by the Clone Saga, he would. I mean, he financed Peter Parker's attorney without anybody hardly knowing, except for Robbie. So, you know, he's very much in character here, and I I I can see where he'd want to help his dad. But I would like to see more development between the two characters. I don't think we've seen enough between between Jonah Jameson Senior and Jonah. Because if you remember when Jonah Jameson Senior was first introduced, Jonah wanted nothing to do with him. Yeah. And we didn't see enough of that relationship become. Why is he willing to empty his bank account? Yeah, so, yeah, that, that's the only thing. I feel like it hasn't quite earned the a reaction from Jonah, but the reaction from Jonah itself is in character. So mm-hmm. that that's a slot written problem, yes. a slot writing problem. Yes, that people are doing what he wants them to do as opposed to what they would naturally do. The plot is driving the characters, not the exactly. character driving the plot. Exactly. Very good. All right, let's go around for some other pros. What else did people like? Well, I think um, I I would slightly disagree in the sense that it, I mean I know Slot usually writes up plot driven narratives. This was one of the few times where it seemed like the story was being driven by the character and their actions, but 
granted, I think like Zach said, it depends on how one feels about Jay Jameson. And I think Jay Jameson in this case was is too much was too much of a plot device essentially, um, rather than somebody that was actually fleshed out. But I think the reaction, but the reactions that Peter had and the reactions that Jonah had were actually were, were genuine, and they felt like um, that they were coming from who they were. Um, Peter, in the sense that um, obviously he feels like, well, I if I have the means to try to save someone from my family, you bet I'm going to look into something into possibilities that I'm going to be exploring. And of course, Jonah, obviously with him, it feels like you know, with him, family is, is something that's, that's loyal to him. And in that sense, both Peter and Jonah, that's where it's kind of in showing that there is that similarity between those two characters, that, they, that you know, that's, that's something that they both have in common, that they are devoted to um, the people that they care about and devoted to, to, to their respective family. Because, you know, uh, because remember, jo- um, Jonah does have that blind spot in the past. Like remember when it came to his son John, um, also in a couple times too. too. So, um, yeah. so I thought that was actually that's that's something that aspect that did actually did work 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 well. Yeah. Ashley, any pros? Because you gave it a, what a B, C. Oh, a C. Okay. There were some what was a pro, pro laughs you? in there for me. There was what some unintentional laughs. Like what? I think the my responsibility, that uh, panel by itself. It's, mm-hmm. Has anyone here watched the Avatar: The Last Airbender? A bit of it, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit. It reminds me of how they'd always make fun of Zuko. This one character <laughs> who would always be like, "My honor." Yo, yeah. We have <laughs> my responsibility. It, it seems forced to you, huh? Mm-hmm. It was it was corny. Yeah. So there was one joke in there that actually I liked when he oh, when he grabs the medical records from the doctor, which, shame on you, Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, violating a bunch like, of And the guy asked him, he's like, what are, are, are you a doctor? He's like, yeah, I was bitten by a radiologist. Yeah, that was, that was like that. But then he <laughs> ruined it by being like, uh, I put it on my wiki, read it on my wiki, so hip, but mm-hmm. that, that, that first part got a good laugh out of me. He can Slot can write a, a good quip or two. Uh, you know, he's proven in the past he can be funny, but sometimes he, he there's that very fine line that that comic writers tend to straddle between really funny and really really corny and dull. Well, too often he's ripping off a line from a TV show or something like that, and it just falls yeah. flat. Yeah. Well, like the yeah. Downton Abbey thing. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, like, like, or the Crazy like, Town Banana Pants. Yeah. Um, it's whatever slot is is like playing in the background as he's typing on his computer. It like seeps into his brain and seeps into his hands. Right. <laughs> but he's not fighting people on Twitter. <laughs> but uh, other pros, uh, I have a pro actually. Okay, um, one of the things I've hated. Uh, well, well, first of all, do you notice anything on the cover that you don't see in the issue? That don't see that's in cover on the cover they don't see in the issue. Yes. Uh, huh. Let's see. Uh, the the people are look like they're ja- they're they look like they're Japanese. No, the chess symbol glows on the cover. It doesn't <clears throat> in the comic. They have dialed it back in the comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe they've gotten the message that it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I still don't know. Didn't Alex Ross design this costume? Yes, he did. Okay. Uh, it, it's proving Alex Ross is not infallible. 
Um, <laughs> it has never made sense. It has never gone with the rest of the suit color-wise. Yeah. Uh, the, eye, the eyes are Because remember, when it started, it was green. It wasn't blue. Yeah. Uh, now on the cover, it's blue, but now inside and, – and we saw this during the uh, fight uh, with Iron Man and um, – oh, God. Regent. They've been they've Regent. been doing it less and less mm-hmm. where they've had it inside the – his eyes are still going blue for no good goddamn reason. But, um, but the chest thing, they've dialed it back considerably. That's a con because it's oh, annoying okay. as hell. Mm-hmm. You mean it's a pro that they're not doing? Pardon that. me, it's a it's a pro. That's how, yeah. how worked up yeah. I am about how shitty it is. <laughs> <laughs> Jr., what you gave it a C? Well, I gave it a or, no a B minus minus. Yeah, I gave it a B minus minus. Uh, and part of that was because it's I didn't think it was that good, but it was actually the first issue of Amazing Spider-Man in a long time where I actually thought. Oh, okay, I'm interested in the next issue, kind of, to see where it goes, you know, and that was like a major victory, you know, when it's like, you know, because usually it's like, I don't care where this story goes, so, go ahead. This feels like the most Spider-Man story we've gotten in a long time. Yeah, Um, I don't believe, the thing is, though, I, um, I would really like this to be, well, if it, it's probably not Miles Warren, the Jackal, and uh, the, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I feel about that because I just hate slots mysteries. I never like the denouement of any slot mysteries. You know, it's always a disappointment. Um, so you know what? Whoever the guy under the mask is, I'm sure that it's it's going to come out of nowhere and you know, or and, and not be. You know, not be something you can look back and see and say, oh, okay, okay. I wish, in a way, it was Miles Warren, because I want the human Miles Warren back. You know, yeah. I, I like Spider-Man's villains to be human, you know, and, and put on funny costumes. I don't like them to be gross mu- mu- mutations. I mean, I've, you know, I always thought Spider-Man's villains should be human. And, uh, you know. Refresh me, Zach. Uh, Miles, was he... Furry in the Clone Saga, he did because he put the suit on in, in Conway's run. In Conway's run, he had the suit, which was a furry suit. Yeah, and then um, during the Clone Saga, he was put. It was implied that he was put in a regeneration pod where he kind of mixed himself with some furry DNA and came okay. out looking more and more like the Joker. Um, yeah, and then that iteration died, which you could say was a clone. Um, yeah. And then he didn't appear again until until right. the Punisher miniseries. It would be nice to get the the human. Yeah, I mean, because right now, I mean, he's got his original look, or he's had his yes. original look, but you don't know whether it's a costume or not. And mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and and to be, make him human again will bring back that could you know he still he needs that connection of the that he was Peter's professor <laughs> and Peter yeah. once looked up to him. You know, yeah. and he was once Peter's friend and confidant, or tried to be, and you know. But but when he's this goofball making stupid jokes, trying to be the Joker, that that aspect of the character yes, is lost. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like that Peter noted belatedly that in his current position as the CEO of this company, he can save more people than he can as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That was a, a revelation long overdue, and they'll probably not do anything with it. You know, I mean, yeah. to me, that was one of the conflicts that should have been part of this whole Parker Industries thing. I mean, you know, like I said, I didn't mind the idea of him being a rich CEO, but I wanted to see what impact that would have on 
his character and his life and how he used to live it and the people he knew and you know this boy I, you know I became Spider-Man for a reason and to save people blah blah but to be honest I can save more people doing this so why mm-hmm. am I Spider-Man anymore but you know it was just uh, you know they just had all these stupid ass adventures you know yeah. um so I mean, yeah, those were those were kind of I I I like those, those are the pros. Yeah. What was why the minus minus? Well, I can say because the story wasn't that good. It's it was like a C C okay. plus story, but yeah, it, like I said, I gave it credit for actually being the first time I'm actually interested in seeing where a story goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, I agree. That's it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And, and the other this whole volume, in fact. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah. You know, George made a comment when he did the last episode. Um, at, with, with the review, and his comment was, it was almost as if as if Marvel and them were listening to us about including the supporting cast. This is the most supporting cast of actual Spider-Man supporting cast that mm-hmm. we've seen in a long time. It's not yep. random freaking people thrown up against the wall just to see if it's going to stick. I mean, everybody in this issue, save for you know Dr. Carlson, um, has connections to Spider-Man. Oh, and best and best of all. What do you also you notice about this? There's not a single Avenger. There's not a that shows up in this True. thing. He actually Spider Man is actually doing stuff on his yes. own. He doesn't have to get rescued by some supporting cast member when he's going into the burning building or anything. Granted, he's still yeah. got the spider cycle doodad, but it's, at least it's he's serving first, a function. Exactly. At least he's at. At least it's Spider Man actually doing, acting like a hero Agreed. for once, without having to get back, having to rely on somebody for backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, if this was a comic pre One More Day or Brand New Day, you would have Mary Jane by the bed of J. Jameson. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to not have her there. Seems just wrong. is wrong. It just seems wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're too busy screwing up the character in another book, so. <laughs> She's not even in that book that much. Oh, and she's not bad. I, she's really not that bad in the book. Honestly. No, no, she's but she's not in it much. And no, she's she's certainly not in it as much as they tried to advertise her in it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on to the con- any other pros before we move to cons. Okay, let's move on to cons. What didn't we like? I'm tired of seeing like spider cycles and all this extraneous yes. other crap. I, I'm done with it. It's stop. It, the, the reason that the spider mobile works so well is because we saw it for maybe two issues. You know, I, I don't mean recently. I mean like originally when it, when the damn thing first came around. Well, it also was made fun of. We made fun of that. Uh, Spider Man himself made fun of the spider mobile. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but he's still using goofy shit like that. Yeah. You know. Did- the main con that talking about the 70s one? Yeah. Do what? Hmm. Are you talking about the 70s one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a reason it worked, because it wasn't around long. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The main con I have with this, and maybe this is just a con in general of the premise behind uh, this Dead No More and the clone conspiracy thing, is because the Jackal's in it, we already kind of know what his scheme is. It's clones, because that's all the Jackal ever does, is he clones people. And so, mm-hmm. but this whole issue is trying to make it sound like, oh, what's really going on? How are these people coming back? Are they, you know, how are they coming back from the dead? It's like, they're clones, you know? It's like, or this whole thing with the, um, the, uh, the clone, with the, uh, the creating the organs out of the DNA thing. And there's that, that line there that Peter has, which... It's better I than got, cloning? Better than cloning. I'm like thinking, do you not know what cloning is? 
what you were just talking about is what is cloning. In fact, yeah. there are some scientists who actually have been researching. That's why, how they were going to apply cloning, to actual cloning, is by taking – I mean, they actually – a couple of years ago, they were able to uh, essentially clone – they were able to create stem cells out of adult human skin cells. So this is just an exaggerated form of that, but that's kind of this is more of a this is actually what's going on here is probably a more a more plausible cloning process by creating or, organs for transplant purposes and everything. But he's saying, oh, well, but it's been. I, I, I get uh, a con for me is uh, I agree with what Jr. said that I am interested in the next issue, mm-hmm. but this will be the third trip to the well for the clones. Yeah, how I, I'm not. I'm not, oh, let's do this again. Let's do this dance again. Because you demand right. it type situation. I mean, it, it, it seems very much been there, done that. But, yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, everybody's reacting like all, all, anytime you see a supposedly dead character come back and everyone's reacting in shock and like, oh, my gosh, Jackal, I'll do whatever you say. And you're thinking it's a clone. It's not they're not the actual person. Yeah, they have the same DNA, but they are actually they're not. That doesn't make them the person. That has come back act from the dead. With the exception of who's behind the mask, we know a lot of what's happening. Right, because it's the jackal. I mean, there's no, not many surprises. Right, yeah. it's, it's the jackal, yeah. and it's a shtick. That's, that's a right. shtick. Yes. That's what, and that's what I think kind of cuts the whole. I mean, the whole mystery, the supposed and mystery this is this is a perfect way to get Ock back in his body. Oh yeah. A, Th- this will be what clone number two of for Ock. Yep, no. it's pretty it's pretty much the same. I kind of similar concept what they did back in the, when they first brought well, him back. Well, Although they first yeah. brought him back via the hand. Let's the hand. Say. This it one is be. kind of more science, I guess. Yeah, this was a lot more sciencey. Science. I mean, I mean, we're all calling that one several months before it happened. Oh yeah. yeah, you called that I back mean, during the Superior Run because it was really <laughs> the only way you could you could bring Ock. It's the only way. Yeah, I agree. Right. Um, you know, but. I will say this. I will give Slot A for effort for trying to do – taking a, a different spin on the clone thing. I'm going to disagree with you on that because mm. um, at least he's attempting to do something different other than just bringing back clones just to mess with Peter Parker. It's yeah. clones to try to – it's giving him a motivation that he didn't previously have. Usually his motivation was I want to kill – I want to destroy the entire world and – like in the mm-hmm. maximum clonage was just kill off all the world and repopulate them with yeah, clones. Yeah, in other words, he's using he's using clones in order to get other people on his side, essentially. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. trying to do it for the best of reasons. Mm-hmm. And you know, if if his motivation is going to be bringing the dead people back, there's a whole backstory with Miles Warren that nobody's explored. Which he had a, he had a family that mm-hmm. was killed by a jackal man. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, where was that told? That was done in the um, Spider-Man or Scarlet Spider Unlimited number one, one of the worst oh. issues of Spider-Man ever written. <laughs> oh gosh! What, his whole family was killed by a jackal. Yes, he had created. That's... Okay, when he when he had teamed up with the High Evolutionary, because what it was done. The reason why that issue. God, was, I hate that. I hate that annual. Yeah. With, so you had the High Evolutionary and and the Jackal, and um, at one point. There was a cult that um, worshipped the the bronze. Uh, they had a gold statue of the Bronze Age Jackal, and they worshipped the Jackal as like a god. Um, and they were half man, half human, or half animal, half man, half human, half man, half uh, animal. Manimal. Hybrid. Yeah, you say animal. Mammal. Manimal. Manimal. I can't say that. <laughs> Manimal. Manimal. Yep. And or uh, or, or animan. 
Animans, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so one of those was a jackal, and he basically stalked his family and then killed them in a car crash. Huh. So <laughs> never knew that. Yeah, I, pro- I probably read it, but you probably yeah. did. But um, yeah, it, yeah, it it was one of the worst single issues of Spider-Man ever written. Unlimited, yes, yeah, so Spider-Man Unlimited, Scarlet now. Spider Unlimited number one. Oh God, uh, a clone Unlimited book. Okay, so here's a here's a question. Oh, here's a question though. Here, um, the guy that Peter asked uh, um, knew you to save the one who was uh, the, had the damaged lungs and heart after the uh, hospital explosion. The one whose inspire sense starts going off. First of all. If do you think that that guy is actually the reason that Spire Sense is going off is it's because he's a clone and if that's the case didn't technically Peter Parker cause his death the the actual person's death by calling new you in mm. you could justify it by saying that we did everything that that, that they did everything possible mm-hmm. I mean it's it's no different than bringing in new technology to see if it's going to help or hurt Right. Say for that's a stroke victim. So it's kind of what? weird. Now, granted, Peter Parker violated a HIPAA law whenever he mm-hmm. grabbed the medical. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yep. But I mean, I mean, essentially, what they're what the new you is claiming that they're replacing damaged organs. But what but it seems like what they're actually doing is they're just cloning the person entirely and just replacing that person with a clone with the original with a clone. If if they're cloning organs, here's the question: Does it have clone degeneration in it? Which was the fatal flaw of clones? That's does right. That mean that their their organs are going to fail later on. That's what I took from his line when he said uh, it's better than cloning. Was that somehow it goes beyond that? That it process that create you know could create the imper- you know an imperfect. Yeah, clone. it's it's taking out the, all the imperfections. Yeah, yeah, but it's still cloning though because they're still taking a somebody they're replicating a person's DNA to create these organs. I mean that's from the, you know it's essentially it's essentially the, the it's the recipient's own um, clones. Organs essentially, it's like if they, you know, if they, but without all the defects, essentially, is what they're doing. But um, that's why I'm kind of thinking it was a little bit odd. It's like, well, it's you know, when he says it's better than cloning, it's like, well, technically, it's still cloning, but you know, yeah, yeah, but, that that was a very redundant line. You could have pretty much eliminated that line mm-hmm. and 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 been fine, you know. Just, right. Also, since we're speaking of clones, did anyone notice that? Uh, the similarities that Peter had with the jackal this issue. Oh, with the uh, with the five o'clock shadow. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if that's some sort of telegraph. Well, there's all yeah. there's been a couple of theories going around thinking that maybe this jackal is actually another clone of Peter. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. The other possibility is that this is this is this is some that this Miles Warren is from another parallel universe, began that these may be from the same place where the world of the inheritors. Went to get there when they were being cloned. The inheritors. Who are those? Well, oh, Warloon. You know. Oh, from oh, Spider Verse. Oh, oh, oh. You know what? Cloned, it, they, I get it. Get it. You yeah, know what? It kind of makes. Me, what it kind of makes me wonder is because uh, we're talking about you know how all this ultimately the goal of this is to get Doctor Octopus back in the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Is the fact that with with Peter and the Jackal here and the fact they both have the shadow and I I think that's probably some sort of wink or telegraph yeah. uh could it come from a situation where Miles Warren had cloned uh Peter and put his mind in Peter's body yep that's mm-hmm. that could that, that's that, that's another possibility. I mean that would tie it all back to superior wouldn't surprise me at all oh that's that's not bad yeah, yeah. I Thematic like that that makes sense mhm I mean yeah. that does make sense it, it, it's interesting on that level other than the other than that that it's clone crap 
But um, <laughs> but the execution of how it'll all go down—that's a different story. But it's literally because I mean, it, and it would literally, in the in the sense, it would to give slot some some credit. It would literally be kind of a culmination of the jackal saying, like, you know, because be, his whole deal is I've been trying to clone Peter Parker all this time. Well, I'm just going to go a step further, and I'll make a clone. You know. Become, literally become him through through cloning, essentially. But that would be funny to have uh, the Jackal's brain and Peter just like Doc Ock was doing it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. again, you're also going to that well. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, but Dan's thought has proven he'll go back to that well, any well, many times. <laughs> right. This is, this is, originality is not a strong point. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this also shows that, you know, he may have one more story left, but this... Uh, don't. You think this is it? It's like the darkest thing anyone can say. It's culmina- It's a culmination of a lot of his different It's wrapping up plots. a lot of plot threads that have been going on and, on and off throughout his run. Mm-hmm. So I, it's really – now, the other thing that we also have to take into account is what I kind of figure is that we may get one more appearance with the Zodiac before it's all said and done. Oh, gosh. Oh, I, I think oh. we're done with them. Thank God. Any other cons before we go around the web for this issue? Um, well, yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. A, a couple here. Um, the artistic reference to Amazing Spider-Man 32 with him lifting again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it, it reminds me, if, if Michael Douglas were in, in a movie, the, a Spider-Man movie, you know, Peter would say, you know, oh, he'd make a proposal, Peter, and Peter would say, no, I don't say anything profound. I don't say something profound and lift heavy shit again. So what is it you want me to do? And Michael <laughs> Douglas would say, I want you to say something profound and lift heavy shit. I mean, it's, <laughs> and, uh, it just, uh, it's like, God, do we need to see this again? And I and know. to be honest, uh, the whole, uh, they're, they're talking about this miracle thing. Well, one, I, it's like, it, <laughs> The Marvel Universe is is so whacked out science-wise. I mean, why would this be so miraculous? I'm sure Reed Richards has done something like this a hundred zillion times, you know. Um, But the thing is, this really isn't like kind of like Zach was saying, or 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 his clone uh, Mike. You know, it's really this isn't too far away from what is actually have been has been talked about. Being done is, you know, because the uh, the bodies or, you know, why transplants are so problematic because bodies reject them. But if mm-hmm. you clone it from that person's original DNA, then theoretically it shouldn't reject that organ. Yeah, they've been working on that for – scientists have been working on that for years, actually. So why is this such a marvelous magic thing that they're talking about? I mean, so it's like there's a disconnect there. Um, so that part of the story is leaving me pretty cold. And frankly, I want John, uh, John, Jan, Jameson Sr. to die. I don't want him to be saved. I think. I How think come? Do you I, hate the character or what? The character is just so unnecessary. I just. Yeah. You, yeah. The way they wrote, I, 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 he's he's not really had a personality of his own. I mean, he was written. Remember how he was written originally? He was such a he was a too good to be true kind of guy, mm-hmm. you know. And then you know, and then Norman brought you know, and, and I you know, just not that it was Norman, but Norman brought up well, the guy you know deserted deserted his post, you know, when he was in the military. What kind of man is that? And then his explanation was, oh, my wife was dying, and they wouldn't let me yeah. be with her, so I had. It's like, no, God, you know. So he he just was too good to be true, you know. He was set up to marry Aunt May. 
uh, and he's really not brought anything to it. You know, I mean, he was giving Peter a hard time there earlier on. And, you know, I always said, you know, if, if, if I were Peter, I would say, listen, old man, you may have married my mother, but you are not my father. So shut the F up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, that, I've never liked the character. I wish he'd die. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Any other cons? My other con is um, I'm trying to. Con. The, the, the thing about uh, the the Edmonton, Oklahoma thing, or, or Edmonton, Edmund, Oklahoma. Edmund. Yeah, you got me. You got me saying it, McNulty. Damn it. Um, <laughs> Look, Zach's arguing with himself. <laughs> <laughs> damn you, clone. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of want to know why. What was it? A corporate espionage? Was there a reason that this specific plant exploded? I think it's just supposed to be just a simple accident. Nothing more. It's just a means for it's means just for Spider-Man to be there to, suppose, to save the guy so that they can bring in uh, new you to quote-unquote save the guy. Um, yeah, so it's kind of an unrelated incident. Yeah, I just, I feel like that it's, it, there should be a little bit more connectivity to it um, personally, but you know, I, I I could see the jackal trying to, you know, create machinations to, for this to happen, but but uh, it just kind of felt random. Edmund, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, like, w- did he just throw a dart on the, against the wall? <laughs> he was stuck. I mean, that was like that was a very. I mean, it's a real place. It's a real place, but yeah, uh, just kind of a very odd. And the other con, I'm going to say this, and I know that Ashley loves Spectacular Spider-Man, but when the hell did Martha Connors become a freaking scientist? Well, that's why she's like this issue. That's why, she, that's why she's the clone. That's why she's a clone. She's not and not the real Martha Connors. Uh, yeah, that could be their clue. That could she be was never. In, I mean, <laughs> my understanding with Martha was she was never interested in science. That was always something that that was like something that kept kept uh, uh, Doctor Connors busy. Yep. And so that, therefore she was she accepted it because it made him happy. Mm-hmm. As long as he was doing his science, he was good. Oh yeah. But suddenly she's a scientist now. No, come on. Well, that's why she's, as I said, that's why, that proves she's, she's a clone. clone. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was just, it's very odd, because, it, I mean, they did make her a scientist in Spec Spidey, but it, it actually served a function. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, just really random for me. But that, mm-hmm. that's, that's my other con. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Ashley hasn't gone to her. Um, oh, go yeah. ahead, Ashley. Did you have something to say? Um, I was just going to say, as a relatively new reader... I, I did not know who these people were in these big reveals. Like, oh, mm. well, what if... Would you join me if I brought back this person? I'm like, who is that? And then the <laughs> very end, as a cliffhanger, I'm like, she looks exactly like the person we just saw in the middle of the comic. <laughs> <laughs> there's like... You I, I guess it's mainly an editorial oversight, but there's nothing like, oh, you know... There's no little gloss, just letting yeah, Stan, know. Stan Lee would have been like, "Oh, you know Francine, back in ASM Volume Three, Number Four." Like, yes. it seems so um, incongruous with how many times they've been rebooting and refreshing the franchise to, you know, try and bring in new readers, and then when they're, you know, bringing up stuff from several arcs ago, there's nothing. Several volumes, yeah. It's, yeah, that's... it's very inconsistent and. By so way, I, I had a really hard time just yeah. caring about anything. It doesn't help that I like I don't care about Jay. 
it's not yeah. going to happen. I don't. I don't think, think anyone does. I think it's <laughs> no. Probably why they're setting him up to die. Not trying to make Jay happen. It's not going to happen. By the way, by the way, just quickly, you just realized. Notice how when they were talking about all the clone stuff, like, you know, Francine comes back without her tattoos and piercings and everything, like she's perfect. But Marla, you know, despite this perfected cloning process, she still has to wear glasses. <laughs> I knew where you were going with that as soon as you said that. I'm- nice. Quite <laughs> the oversight. Man. She still has, she's perfect in every way, but she still has 2060 vision. That's right. Well, well, hang on now. Was she, was she wearing glasses when she died? Yes. Yeah, that, that's probably and she's, why that's she, and actually she's wearing the same bathrobe. Yeah, she, she, she may <laughs> next year we may find out that she doesn't actually need them. <laughs> My goodness! Well, all right, ready for around the web? Yeah, let's hear what the yeah. whatever the people have to say. IGN uh, gave it eight point two. That's a B. Yep. They said Dan Slott has promised big things for his next Spidey arc, which is a very Dan Slott thing to say, but considering how things are kicking off in the first chapter, fans should probably prepare themselves for one heck of a ride. The Joker is putting his plans into motion. The plans involved... A lo- oh, Jackal, sorry. I'm <laughs> thinking of the 90s. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Kamikoli continues to prove that he was born to draw Spider-Man, particularly those that involve the spider cycle. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Before Dead No More is off to a thrilling start with bigger and better things clearly on the way. So that was uh, a B. Uh, Newsarama gives us a 6 out of 10, a D. Let's see. Wow. Uh, uh, Let's read the summation. Perhaps it's not a surprise that an arc featuring the Jackal might be a tough sell for readers, considering the character set off a chain reaction that nearly killed Spider-Man. Spider-Man's viability as a series. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> hey, Newsarama, all the middle fingers right now. Oh, man, to try to riff on such a potentially explosive storyline shows that Dan Slott must have an ace up his sleeve, one that will likely give this event the direction of motion it needs. But as far as the prelude goes, ASM 16 doesn't feel like a, does feel like a bit of a misstep, missing out on some of the evocative... Uh, a human, evocative. Evocative, sorry, human in connection that made Peter Parker such a fun character to follow all these years. Hopefully, with all this exposition out of the way, the spider will soon find its footing soon enough. Ooh, they didn't like this one at all. Uh, CBR did not review it. Uh, Superior Spider Talk gives it a 7, which is a C. Wow. Well, hang on. Uh, did CBR review anything? Because CBR just got bought and is transitioning to a clickbait site. I I know I know they they, I they completely revamped their whole format and everything. I mean, if you look at like, it, like, like they got rid of a lot of people, and I mean, like like but, literally, they're setting it up just to be like 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 almost like like a random newscast.com and everything. Right? I noticed that uh, they, the last one they did was Iron Man fu- and Spidey Fight and Regent. So a couple issues ago, yeah, they may not even be reviewing anything anymore. Who knows? Uh, Superior Spider Talk gives it a C, a seven out of ten. Good. Dan Slott's uh, number 16 presents a compelling dilemma for its guilt-driven protagonist, one that may spell tragedy for Spider-Man as readers more inevitably clo- uh, as readers move inevitably closer towards Dead Man more overpowering several clunky dialogue scenes and a is a truly dazzling rescue sequence rendered by the ongoing art team of uh, Kimikoli, uh that brings back the transforming fun of the Spider-Mobile. For an equally exciting spider cycle. Oh, I hate the spider cycle. <laughs> now, why are these complimentary reviews so overwritten? I mean, 
Yeah, you know, well, particularly the first one with IGN. I mean, why don't you just say something about, well, you know, I like the plot. I like where this was going. I like this about the story and that. But, you know, Dan Slot is setting us up for one heck of a ride. And Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. They're, they're just so, like, you know, okay, they're just so overwrought. They're very brown-nosy. Yeah. I guess that's they're trying problem. too hard. That's the thing. They're, this whole thing is they're trying too stinking hard. Yeah, that was about as many as around the webs I could find. I, I tell I, you I, though, I, I think there's a flaw, by the way, in in, okay. in, in our in our ratio. Okay, the ratio that we use because you you take the out of ten as a literal translation of a hundred percentile. Okay, and I don't think that that's actually what they mean. I think on on just a one to ten scale, they were probably saying F is like one to two, mm-hmm. and, and a five would like be average. So yeah, I can see that. I, I think that's how. I think that's how. So a, C, a seven would not be a C. For a seven them. would be like uh, would be like a B. Yeah. Nine and Why? ten that's... would be an A. Seven and eight would be a B. Five and six would be a C. Huh. Uh, uh, b- 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 five, or uh, three and four would be a D, and one and two would be an F. Yeah. I think that would probably be more accurate on on that scale. Uh, I don't okay, know, I don't so that that six I, out of ten was average. Would be a C, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Whatever. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I don't say this very often, but uh, I agree with George. Because <laughs> a lot of times, like like we say, okay, they gave it an eight, which is a B, and I'm like, no. I, I, I can see that, but then other times, you have to look at that same scale. Anything below, like six or below, is an F, and I don't think that that's how what that what they intend. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we've got uh, since we only have one title, we're going to combine news with this, and there's really not much news, with the exception of the talk of Zendaya possibly playing Mary Jane Watson in the new Spider-Man. Oh, here we go. Talk, talk. George wrote, wrote an article up on our front page. Take me through what's happening. Okay, so the internet's going nuts with yeah, this. Yeah, well, the media is driving it. Is the thing. yes. Uh, now, this news broke. I don't remember what day it was. I don't remember if it was like Tuesday. Yeah, it was this past week. Um, but last what week of August. was uh, was a, a site called The Wrap, and I forgot who owns them. But um, they uh, a, a guy named Umberto Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Uh, ran an article saying that he has two sources close to production that say Zen, Zen, uh, I almost said Zenyatta, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Zendaya, for those of you who don't know, Ashley and I play a video game called Overwatch, and Zenyatta is a robot character. And the name is robot very monk. similar to, huh? Robot Monk. Yeah, and the, so the name is very similar. So you may hear an Ashley and I sometimes say Zen, Zenyatta. We don't mean to. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Maybe Ashley, Ashley, <laughs> but that Zen, Zenyatta or Zendaya, Zendaya. God bless. Yeah, I can't stop it. <laughs> Damn you, Ashley. Ashley. Um, is playing Mary Jane. Yeah, uh, and that it's revealed in in the script later on in the script. It's revealed that uh, she's called Michelle, but it's later revealed that her that her name is Mary Jane. Um. Which is weird. Which is weird. It's odd. And it would be another one of these, uh, you know, gimmicky. Kaya all go like, uh, like, like the way they did the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. So, or, or Khan and, yeah. and Marvel. Yeah, Marvel, Marvel has a history now with this because they did it with Iron Man 3. But then other movies have done it recently. And 
so so that you know that may be the ooh thing that's supposed to you know that's supposed to make everybody freak out in the movie, and that's what they're talking about. But here's the other thing: the same guy, Umberto Gonzalez, uh, posted on Instagram a year ago that he used to write for Latino Review as El Mayembe, mm-hmm. and he reported a year ago that at, they back in March actually, so I guess it was a little over a year ago, about a year and a half ago, uh, reported uh, Asa Butterfield confirmed. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, in an Instagram post which you can no longer find, which is no longer there, of course, you know, uh, which we have linked still in our um, from our uh, front page article that we wrote about it. And so, take this with a grain of salt because y- you have no confirmation from Sony or Marvel. Nope. Absolutely no confirmation. Literally, you have two guys with knowledge of the production that could explain Brad and I. <laughs> Okay, that's true. Because he doesn't talk about who they are, what capacity they're in, anything like that. Just I heard from a couple of dudes that say this. Yeah. Okay, every media outlet—not every—I take that back. Most media outlets, every clickbait site, every major news site, ran with this as confirmed. One of the absolute worst. I've got it in front of me. NBC News. Their headline says Zendaya. Will play Mary Jane in newest Spider-Man movie. Then in the article, their first sentence: "Zendaya's role in newest Spider-Man reboot has been revealed and is making history." And then they cite the rap, and then they, then they, uh, the very, their tag of the article is just unbelievable. They said NBC News reached out to Sony. The company has no comment on the casting, although both Sony and Marvel have said and said the John. Watts reboot will focus on a younger high school age Peter Parker. So they don't have it confirmed themselves. Yet they have a headline that says Zendaya will play Mary Jane in the Spider Man. Any anything that folks that you read out there that's saying this has been confirmed or that Zendaya will is a goddamn Fabrication. It, fabrication little, at this point because nothing is confirmed. Yeah, it's still yeah. absolutely it's still, nothing. It's a rumor at this stage, yes. We just had San Diego Comic-Con. But every, every major news outlet, and, and that includes in the comic spectrum, uh, but I mean we're talking all the comic sites, but also places like, like Brad mentioned, NBC News, other major news organizations have just run with this as confirmed, and it is not. Yeah. And it's because they want it to be true. They bid on this so hard because they want it to be true. It fits a narrative that they're trying to – it fits an agenda, and I'll get into this later, that they're trying to craft. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're faced with two possibilities now where, one, it's not true, but now because of, because of everybody out there saying, oh, it's true, it's true, then suddenly you've got Marvel Sony saying, well, maybe we need to make it true, okay? It, it because now we're kind of pigeonholed on this. Yeah, it puts, it puts them very much creatively in a hard place. Yeah, and, and the, other, the other possibility, another thing uh, that we're not thinking of um, is, is that uh, – well, or, or say that, that we're thinking of, but another possibility is that it is true, and Sony and Marvel are just sitting back to let all of this sort of generate buzz. Sony has um, – because remember, Sony's involved. Sony yeah. has a history with this now with the, with, with the most recent Ghostbusters film mm-hmm. where they made it an all-female cast. Yeah, and any time somebody spoke critically about it, uh, yes, there were some sexist things said about it. But even if you weren't sexist and you just said, "Well, I would prefer it with the originals," or "I would prefer it this way," or something like that, you were automatically labeled a sexist. Automatically, like we are so quick with the goddamn labels today. 
that everyone that if you disagree with something that it that it and you think well you know I, I would like to see it differently oh well you're a racist or you're a sexist but hey maybe both while we're throwing shit out there maybe you're just a terrible you know human being uh, and we've talked about this on the podcast before but I so so to me it, it, this almost seems like like Sony. Maybe you know doing a ghost or another Ghostbusters thing where they double down on on this kind of social justice casting, you know, uh, just to generate buzz. Here's the difference between the two. With Ghostbusters, it, it failed miserably. It, it's, yeah. it's going to take like a seventy million dollar bath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this, however, it's a little more. The comfort space is a little bigger because it's a Marvel movie now. Yeah. And because it's a Marvel movie, everyone will love it. And they've already established Tom Holland in Civil War, so people want to see the movie. So it's a little safer for them to double down on the whole social justice thing. And it's not just you know, and it's not just this character. Now I'm not talking anything about Zendaya's ability to play the part. I'm, this is I'm not even talking about her yeah. mm-hmm. at all. Are you talking about the? The people that say, if you don't want this casting, oh, you're yeah, racist. Yeah. That what, that's what you're focusing yeah, on. That's okay. another aspect of it, because you look yeah. at so many sites, and they're like, oh my gosh, this racist backlash. Folks, I haven't seen a racist backlash. And maybe I'm looking in the wrong places, but every time I've looked at it on Twitter, I see post after post, literally tens of thousands of posts in obsequious praise and worship mm-hmm. of this casting. So I don't see I, I, I guess I just don't see it. And, and in, this again, though, remember, in, in today's age, if you think – like I, I'll say right now, Mary Jane should have red hair. Mary Jane's red hair is iconic. For a Marvel character, Mary Jane – Mary Jane is the premier redhead yeah. Yeah. In, in Marvel comics. She, she is. I mean you've got other superheroes out there who are red hair, but when it comes to, when it comes to supporting cast, there, there's no bigger redhead than Mary Jane. And so I'll say, yeah, I would prefer the character to have red hair. Not even saying – I can say that, and I'm not even saying that, okay, I'd be okay with them just giving Zendaya uh, uh, red hair you know, because I didn't say that. I just said I would prefer the character with red hair. I'm a racist now. Hmm. I'm a racist. How dare I? Well, and there's, and there's numerous pictures of her with red hair. That's the, but that's the culture that we live in. If you mm-hmm. don't automatically agree with it, it's racist. And so that's how everybody's reporting it. Oh, racist backlash. People are saying horrible things. about. And, and really, I'm like, no, the media is reporting on this because the media wants that to be true as well, yes. because that fits a narrative that they're trying to push. And this is my biggest concern now, because remember, OK, remember what was it a year ago or so when the news first broke that Marvel after after uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 uh, tanked or disappointed at the box office. Brad, do you need me to explain that again? No, I'm okay. good. <laughs> but when, when Amazing Spider-Man 2 was a disappointment at the box office and didn't make you know billion-dollar big-boy money like Sony needed it to, and they made the deal with Marvel, remember we did that show, and that entire show, we were all so incredibly upbeat. And for the, for the first time in a long time, everybody was excited about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Even me, even curmudgeonly me, who hates damn near – I'm like Mikey you know, with Life Serial. I hate everything. <laughs> That's a true story. It you is are, true story. You, are, you, are, you don't like it. You're not even. Like it. Even I was thrilled and excited about this. All of that's gone now, and it's not because of this casting. Well, I, I take that back. It's not because of this particular casting, if true. It's because of the casting overall that we've seen, and it seems to be agenda driven. 
and it seems like 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 the 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 whole focus of this movie is to is to make some sort of social point and in it all of the character i'm scared that the characterization story is getting a back seat to the oh well we have to have this for for healing and social justice well let me let me <coughs> a point let me uh, bring up something about the idea of this po- of that that Zendaya is possibly playing mj because i've actually um was looking around, been look doing when when I was writing up a, something similar to this, and I was looking through the internet of, of thing. There was a couple other places where um, another couple other sites besides the rap, they were claiming that their own sources were telling them something similar. Um, one was from a guy from uh, Kyle Mc, uh, Kyle Buchanan of uh, who writes for Vulture dot com, and he wrote on his also on his Twitter. And he said that it's my understanding that Zadaya as MJ was essentially planned to be an end of movie reveal in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh well, and that he apparently this was sort of he claims this was some kind of early draft of uh, of that that somebody his sources told him was an earlier draft of one of the scripts. And then another thing, um, also on uh, one of my uh, uh, Devin Pharisee of uh, Birth Movies Death. Oh, he bit on it hard. He wa- he, he wants it to be he, in somebody else. This article, he was totally on board with it, on on that whole. Uh, oh, what yeah. you were talking about, oh, George. Yeah, yeah. But his own sources were also telling him, and I'm going to read this first quote. He just kind of casually threw this part in here. He says, he says, my sources aren't convinced that she's, quote, Mary Jane, but I have been told in the past that she's playing MJ, the abbreviation by which Mary Jane often goes. This means the name Michelle wouldn't be a lie and that Marvel Studios wouldn't be 100% be erasing Mary Jane's red hair. This is a twist on the character. So if Michelle's middle name begins with a J, you know this will be the case. So in other words, so the twist here is that yeah, she's playing, she's playing MJ Watson, but it's not necessarily Mary Jane Watson. It's <laughs> you, Michelle think Jane it, Watson. Do you think it's because Mary Jane nowadays is, is associated with marijuana? No, I don't it's, know. It's I think that, no. that they want to change no, it from Mary Jane to Michelle Johnson. Not, not in a time when marijuana is being accepted now more and more, and, and, and state here's, after state. Here's, no. what I, here's what I think they could possibly be doing because there's a couple been there's been a couple of cat of. Uh, Photo, photo shoots of, of from the filming, and you see Zendaya. She's looking kind of frumpy. Where she didn't look anything like a Mary Jane. Yeah, but that leads to my point. No. I'm thinking what they're doing. If this, let's say for argument's sake, this is true. I'm thinking what they're doing is they're taking a page. First, they're taking a page out of Ultimate Spider-Man, in which she's like they're gonna, Mary Jane character in those comics was kind of a wallflower type, and then towards the end. They're going to have her basically go through a My Fair Lady makeover, probably with the help of Aunt May, and then we'll get the My and, and then have the face of Tiger. You hit the jackpot scene oh, where Zendaya shows up. You know, she doesn't. That that is more far from the character than yeah. And, and, and uh, she's talking than the race thing. She's talking yeah. about her character already. She, she's, that character is not doesn't need a makeover. She's beautiful day yeah, one. Yeah, I know. She but gives it, and this is what she said in, in an interview. And I think this was from early July. I can't remember. Yeah. But she said in an interview, and I saw this on YouTube, and I don't remember – I can't credit the source on it. But she was talking in an interview. They asked her about her character. She said her character was bookish, kind of you know – not frumpy, but what what word does she use? She's like she's more like a like a like a like a, yeah, like, a like a bookworm who's like kind of you know like yep. Intre- she did not Jane describe is, Mary Jane, but Mary Jane is not a bookworm. But that's described. Well, that's 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 doing the but that describes the ultimate version of Mary, Mary Jane, which I think is what uh. the film is taking a lot from. And so what the, if they're calling her Michelle, and if that name is true, and that she's really Michelle Jane Watson, then what I think what we've got to have on our hands is a potentially another John Harrison or another you know, Miranda Tate oh, or John Blake or, or – 
John Blake is pretty much yeah. Where, uh. basically, where you find out, oh, you, they introduced this quote unquote new character, and then surprise, it turns out it's this. It was this fan favorite character all along. Yeah. And and the thing is, the only time I've ever seen that ever work was Skyfall with uh, Naomi Harris's character, with Naomi Harris's Eve character. Oh, being Money out, Penny. Yeah. When she found out it was Money Penny. That's the only time I've ever seen that kind of twist thing, that sort of work. And I think part of the problem here, it, this sounds like another one of these, too many, these, what guys are do pulling the J.J. Uh, Abrams mystery box twist thing that they go, that they feel like they have to do. Like, I, I blame uh, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. <laughs> well, that, that I blame I blame him for all of this. Right. Well, I also here's the thing. I get from one standpoint, not <laughs> wanting to have too much revealed pre before the movie is even released mm-hmm. because we there's there's this desire that they want to know. There's so many people that just they want to know spoilers. They want to know yes. they want to know what's going on in the movie before oh, yeah. it ever comes out, and this feeds into that. So. Mm-hmm. This is an overcorrection, more or less, which is yes. why we saw that with oh, with Star Trek. Was why we saw that with Talia. Everybody knew that she was playing Talia Al Ghul. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and everybody knew that that Cumberbatch was going to play play Khan, Khan. because yeah. I'll be honest with you, I thought that he would have bring a lot more gravitas to the role, but he was very boring, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I thought that's, gonna, that's the script. That was much. That was very much the script because I think I think he could pull that off. Had it, he had a better script. I mean, he's Dr. Well, Frick's strength. The whole problem at that point. Well, I don't know. JR, you liked it, didn't you? <sighs> yeah, I liked it, but. Uh, it was an exercise on hubris. But I'm not a uh, you know I'm not uh, oblivious to its many many problems and in fact I credit you know I mean not credit but I blame this movie and how it was handled for really why one reason why Star Trek Beyond has not done very well. Um, I liked Beyond. Did you like it, JR? Which it was okay, uh, but there was no it, the the marketing of the film is just horrible. I mean, I would agree the, on that. The, the the thing is that Abrams and, and Paramount thoroughly screwed this up, and I I could go on a long long diatribe about the state of Star Trek, but uh, it was just it was. Uh, it's it's this arrogance, this hubris, like you were saying. It's like we're smarter than the audience. We're we're going to show you how smart you we are because we're going to fool you. You're not going to see this coming because we're so smart. And then everybody sees it coming. Right. And it's like why the hell? I mean, because why yeah. the hell wouldn't you want to have? I mean, Khan, for example, since we're on that, Khan's the 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 most flat, the greatest most charismatic mm-hmm. villain in the Star Trek universe, okay? Why the hell would you not want to use him? Why would you not want to promote the use of him? That's yeah. stupid. Why Paramount let Abrams do this was stupid. It's like, wait a minute, this is our most... Not only that, but they... they, they you know, Cumberbatch was an up-and-coming actor, mm-hmm. you know, very, very, and he's very popular overseas, you know. Very popular and, here. Yeah, and it's like... Okay, you know, yeah, he's a white guy. You know, he he, you know, you tried to cast, you tried to cast a darker skinned person for Khan. None of it, you know, the one guy that you, you know, Benicio del Toro turned it down. You know, well, I remember the the either the scriptwriters, it was either Orky or, or Kurtzman who were like, well, we we weren't comfortable with making someone who had dark skin the villain. We, yeah, they yeah, actually just, said that, and I was like, "Oh, give me a effing they, break!" They did, but I can see them saying that Hollywood liberal types, you know, they're just. But 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 really, it seemed Cumberbatch was the only one who really, you know, who nailed it, you know. So 
so why not have a line then that explains why he's white? You know, and, and so they created controversy where none needed to exist. Yeah. You know, I mean, easily they, they could have said, well, yeah, Marcus made him a white guy because this guy's a famous dictator from the past. <laughs> we don't want anybody recognizing him. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we don't want him knowing who he is. You know, it's stupid. So, but, anyway, but yeah, it's that arrogance. We're smarter than you and, and we're going to do something and we're going to fool you. Um, yeah. Which is kind of pointless because the audience is going to find out anyway once they watch the film. Exactly, exactly. But but <laughs> but it's it's just it's you know, and getting back to the arrogance of you know, if it, like George was saying, if you don't see it you know, if you don't agree with this whole social justice agenda you're racist, you know, or you're, you know, and, and you know, you know why the the female Ghostbusters was rejected. It wasn't because they were female. And this is my opinion. It was because they the the studio was arrogant enough to believe yep. we will make you forget the original guys. Yep. Mm. We will yes. make you forget. You know, we're not yeah. going to acknowledge them. We're going to, you know, we're going to use the same damn tech you saw thirty years ago. <laughs> That's the thing. People were saying, you're doing a retread. You're not giving us anything new. You're yep. doing a retread. And you there's an exhaustion now with yep. Hollywood because it seems like the only thing that they're producing are retreads, sequels, and comic book movies. And, and okay, here, here's a playoff of what JR said. Uh, a retre- would a retread be to, to cast Mary Jane like we've had her before? No, that's, that's true to the character. Mm-hmm. Well, it's mixing it up a bit, isn't it? It's not a retread. I don't mind. I don't mind Zendaya. Being well, it's bad. making Peter White a retread, Brad. No, it's it's come before. Okay, no, no, it's not. That's not. I'm just playing devil's advocate. A retread. No, no, that's I, one thing we haven't talked about is her look. If if has anybody seen her in in any uh, anything else? I. My daughter loves Casey Undercover, which she's in. Mm-hmm. So I'm very All I know familiar. is that she's, uh, she's on the Disney Channel, and she's a vocal artist like every other gal on the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. And she did Dancing <laughs> with Stars, so there is because, there's some Because they have to like, cross-promote. You know, it's not just enough to Here's have a TV star. You have to have albums, and you have to have movies and everything else. Yeah. Here's a couple things I like about her. Um, she's a very attractive, young lady. She's very she attractive, she's very and good. she is outgoing and funny and extroverted like Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, and a I, lot like I, Emma Stone was, quite frankly. Yes, yes. She she has a, she's got a spark, mm-hmm. and I don't particularly mind the casting. No, I, I mean I don't think. And I have, and I think it's something new. I, I've read. I forget where I read it, but um, but people when they go to movies, they don't want to exactly see what they've seen before. They don't want mm-hmm. recreations of the comics. Um, I, see, I'm I'm completely that, different. I, I I want them represented as I see them in the comic books. Why well, would I not know, want that? Why would I want a Spider-Man movie where nobody looks like they're supposed to look? Well, going to add to if the uh, um, the well, if, I mean, if you consider that this is oh, did my microphone just go off? No, no you're. Hear you. I mean, I, I, I okay. mean why, why would I want J. Jonah Jameson to be a guy with salt and pepper hair who, who okay. screams a lot? Why wouldn't I want him to be uh, a gal who's well adjusted and is career oriented right. uh, and and who talks softly to people? Because that mixes it up. It's new. Well, I mean, my, was... my, big, my biggest problem is if they do make her a bookworm and a wallflower, that is not true to the character. Well, yeah, that... just because they change her skin color because she's half white and she's half black. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a bit as big a well, problem. I think I'm worried about if she's going to have red hair or not. That, I'm sorry, that's a big thing. 
Yeah, I mean, well, I, she can have red hair. I've seen her with pictures of red hair, right. and she looks damn she good. She should also have hair. freckles because Mary Jane has freckles. But well, hey, I was going to whatever. Well, that's why. Uh, that's that's the artist. Uh, that's, 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 that varies from artist to artist. Kirsten Dunst doesn't have freckles. Right. I, didn't, I, was, I, I didn't say she did. Well, well, and Kirsten, if, if I was going to add, if this is if she is playing Mary Jane, it actually kind of makes sense to the Sony's part because after all, we just come out, come off two movies where Gwen Stacy was like the big big thing. So if they're going to relaunch Spider-Man fran- the Spider-Man franchise, it only makes sense for them to also bring back Jane as a character in some form. So, I mean... Now, well, I've heard- here's, the, my, here's the thing. It's like, it's like Ned Leeds is like a, like, uh, like a tubby Asian kid now. He's... Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. And, and I guess that's in line with the uh, Weissman casting. What was it? Well, was remember when no, he was not. It was, was not. Ned Leeds doesn't really have... He's just Liz. Uh, Liz isn't love affair to, to Betty. No, no, no. I'm going down a list. Liz isn't white anymore. Yeah. Uh, the that? one person who you he's would seem that they would be okay if they were uh, white because he's a bad guy would be Flash. But you know, and since you know white people apparently are evil people and and we can't have them in movies anymore, so you would think that Flash could at least be white. But no, Flash is not white. That's like Peter's the only white kid. Well, yeah, and then making the, Flash not a jock is weird. And why is well, Ned no, in high school for f's sake? Yeah, well, what's funny, yeah. what's funny about Tony Rivoli's casting, I mean, I mean, nearly they were thought he was going to be Manuel, but I guess that, that was the script change turned him into the Flash. My thing is, we're looking at him, we're looking at his thing. I don't mind if you, if you're going to cast him as Flash, fine, but get hire Chris Worms as a physical fitness trainer to get some twenty pounds on the guy because yeah, he he's kind of like small to be Flash. Well, that's because in his earlier roles, yeah. he's played. If you've seen the Grand Budapest Hotel or Dope, he usually plays characters who are kind of these shy nerdy types like peter parker but here he's supposed to be this kind of bully type and he's like well and flash thompson's supposed to be a jock so put some muscle on the guy rather than just be like oh he's just like this skinny dweeb dude what's funny to me is 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 eventually we're gonna we've got all this casting and we're going to eventually you know and, and and from what it sounds like if she's Mary Jane and she's describing her character as bookish and frumpy or whatever, and and you know we've got like Flash who looks like uh, like he's maybe twenty pounds soaking wet, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know it, 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 we're going to eventually have these interviews before the movie comes out and they're going to be like, well, it was important for me to get the character right, and uh, you know I really had to know oh. the history and we we're really trying to stay true well, to the character, well, and, which is complete bullshit anytime well, you hear there's it. Another well, okay, okay, my. There's another circle rumor circling around that maybe the, these that these characters were act like maybe the reason why Zendaya is called Michelle. Because that was her original name in the script before later drafts changed it. Because remember, there are six different writers credited to this thing now. Because the two guys that were attached to this project, John, Jonathan Goldstein and uh, John, um, the guys who wrote uh, The Horrible Bosses and they uh, did yeah. the uh, even worse Vacation remake, yeah. uh, they were the original script writers. But now they've got four new guys that were attached to it, which yeah. means... Somebody took the script and they uh, thought, well, they didn't like parts of it, so we're gonna draft it. We're, we're gonna smart it up. Like yeah, JR was exactly. talking about. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There, I forget who wrote it. I, I wish I could cite it, but um, they said that the Mary Jane comics are still in canon. We still have those to read. This is an alternate universe. Uh, why don't we see something new? Mm-hmm. That's not, I'm not been interested in something new. I well, want to see the characters jump off a damn comic book page. That's just me. They've been they've been jumping off the page for ten years but, with Spider Man. Yeah, this is this, this is, will be something new. This, they won't be this time. Well, let me let me let me. There's so much I want to say so, right now. Okay, so, so the Jack, de- okay, get, yeah. Ashley so, hasn't so, said a damn word. Yeah, neither. Okay, well, go ahead. Y'all Ashley. are trying to argue about who 
who the best way to represent Mary Jane. I'm trying to figure out who the heck is Zendaya. She's a Disney <laughs> princess. You, you know, she's on the Disney Channel. And every article I read, it's like, oh, she's an inspirational phenomenon. Yeah. I had never amazing. heard of her before. I'm before. like, what has she done? She's a Disney star. <laughs> okay, yeah. she she did. She you did. don't have kids. <laughs> if, if, if you had had a kid, you would know exactly who she yeah. was. But, 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 uh, no, yeah. yeah, and if you read social media, which I assume is mostly driven by tweens now, from what I've read on this, uh, yeah, they all act like she's like 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 you know some sort of queen or something. And I'm like, I, I never heard of this. She's the queen of Disney Channel un, un, until this movie. I'd never heard of who she was. Well, yeah, and I don't have any like my nephews are older now, or my friends' kids, or I'll call my nephews are older, so I don't ever see the Disney Channel anymore. Because they've outgrown that, so I guess that's why I don't know who she is. Here, here's a little. Uh, yeah. Did you ever watch a different world? The this Cosby Show spinoff. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Wayne, you remember him? Yeah. Yep. He plays um, Zendaya's dad on Casey Undercover, and they just recently had a uh, a different world kind of uh, tribute show where uh, what, what was Dwayne Wayne's love interest? Oh. Um. Uh, it was Whitney, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, Whitney, Whitney. Yeah, she was recently on this show, and, and Jasmine the act- Guy. Yeah, Jasmine yeah, Guy. Yeah. Was, Jasmine Guy was just on this show, and it it was a nice little tribute to that old show I used to watch. But she's very she's very spunky. She play, she is uh, Casey Undercover is about a family of spies, and she's very. Uh, fun. She's just a fun actress. The characters. So fun. is Disney Channel ripping off Spy Kids? I guess. Um, I guess. The other thing about Zendaya too that uh, she's a little more well known due to her stint on Dancing with the Stars, which gives her an even further Disney connection because she was on ABC, oh. it's a big reality show. Yeah. Um, so I, there's I a lot that. of moms. There was a lot of moms that watched dance. That watched Dancing with the Stars, and so that gets more females. Oh, I remember her more, on that cross promotion. Yeah, and she got to like she got almost won the thing. So uh, she, I think she got second. So I mean, she was she was very talented, and she had a great personality. So in terms of of, of the casting itself, if they cast her as Mary Jane, I'm not terribly upset with it. No, um, I don't. Uh, I, I think they could have done far worse. Now there were some other people, two people that I can think of. Um, one was Debbie Debbie Ryan, who was also on Disney Channel. If you're going to keep with the Disney Channel connection, who did Jesse? I can I can see Zendaya more than just the other girl, De- Debbie Ryan. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I don't see her even on Jesse. No, I don't see it either. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't see that. No. no. Uh, the other, the other person that I really thought could probably pull it off, but um, we haven't really seen her being really spunky. But um, Molly Quinn, who is uh, uh, Nathan Villian's daughter on Castle, I'm looking her up right now. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think. Is it because of I mean, looks? No, 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 no. Well, Zendaya, uh, I think it would be. I think it's if she is going to be leading. I think it's a. Ter- it's terrific. I mean, granted, it would be nice to get, invest in some red hair dye. I mean, it just you know. it sounds to me like like all the characters that they're setting up. The only thing they actually share in common with the, with their comic book counterparts is their name. Yeah, and, and I mean, that that irks me. That. that irks me beyond measure. And I know Brad is mixing it up and it's new or whatever, but I mm-hmm. I don't care for it. I'm sorry. Well, that's you that's know? the thing. That's the thing. If they are if they, if they were just original characters in an earlier draft, and they just decided, oh, for the sake of the comic book, let's just change their name, but just keep the same aspects of the original character. If they, they wanted to, the, yeah, if they wanted to create new high school kids and just throw them in, nobody would be nobody would give a shit. Yeah, yeah, but that's, like, I think okay. that's why. 
that's why I think if that's if that was the case, if they were original characters initially in an er, earlier draft, and then they just now, gave them a name change, then now yeah. if if Stanley created Spider-Man 2016, mm-hmm. the, his high school uh, classmates would not be all white kids. Oh no, 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 yeah. So I mean, I, I understand why what they're doing. White. Well, he he why doesn't have to be, Peter, I guess. Like a non, he, why, why can't Peter be Latino, Brad? Pe- Peter could be Latino if Stanley wanted to create him in 2016. Mm-hmm. He could. But he didn't. He created him in 1960. What? 63. He did. He did. See and 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 uh, Dan Slott has been going has oh been on God. Twitter wars <laughs> with with people, <laughs> and he he's, says he's been that in full social justice warrior mode. He he has. Oh God. And, and he's been talking about how there's nothing. And Mary Jane and Peter that says they're white. Except for, you know, decade after decade after decade of comics where they're white. What what do you think of that? It's bullshit. It's yeah. the same it's the same argument. I remember one time there was a, a, I was reading on some forum, I don't remember where, and it was like and somebody made that argument about Johnny Storm and they said there's nothing about Johnny Storm that says he's white and I posted a Kirby pinup. From from the back of one, like, you know, a full-color Kirby, Kirby pinup of the human torch flying through the sky, and he's a white dude. The funny thing about that with Michael B. Jordan as uh, Johnny Storm, he was actually the best thing in, the fanta- in that Fantastic Four movie. I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. Which is the saddest uh, thing, because I think... I... So, so while everyone will take away from this that I'm a racist hater, no, uh, really, the, the, the gist of my argument is, is that really the worry I have is that the characters aren't going to be as they should. And I, I'm not even talking about you know racially. I'm talking about just character-wise. Well, the, like, like well, core concept, like what well, the, my, I, I I would think the core concept of getting her out of being a a extroverted, bubbly party girl is more discrediting to the character than changing her race. I think that is more. Ins- I mean, that's just insulting. Well, my my big concern like is, is basically the fact that if you have like about six different writers working on the script, that's usually not necessarily a great. And sign. now they're and now they're doing yeah. like like rewrites and reshoots on Doctor Strange, and that worries the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that terrifying. Me and no end. Yeah. yeah. But okay. Real quick, Jr. You said you've seen Casey Undercover. What do you no, think of the actors? No, not Casey Undercover. I saw um, Spencer used to watch. Um, what was that other word? The, the prior show she was on. Um, She's been on more than one. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, oh, she was. Yeah. She was on a show with Bella Thorne, I believe. Ah, who, who's that? Shake it up or something like shake, that. Yeah, it was shake it up. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, sh- shake it up. I mean, and she was younger then, so yeah. you know, it, she wasn't playing. You know, she wouldn't have been playing a uh, an older teenage girl. Yeah. So, what do you? The Demi Lovato what did show. you think of her in Shake It Up? I mean, did you like her or what? Not necessarily. No, I mean, it's just yeah. remember, remember, I I watch these. Uh, I I you know, it's like Wizards of Waverly Place and and uh, yeah. what the hell, yeah. Hannah Montana. Hannah Monta- yeah, it's just it's just you know, I, mean, just, I was aware. I was aware of who they were. I was aware of what was going on. But usually, I was just like, okay, Spencer, you just watch it or whatever, and Dad will lay here and sleep. She's, you know? yeah. she's the Disney princess, the TV princess du jour. Yes. 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 In ten years, yeah. it'll be, or in five years, it'll be somebody else. Yeah. And and, and that person will also be a recording artist. I guess I'm. Just, am I the only one that's seen an episode of Casey Undercover I have, on the? Pa- I, I did watch. I did. What watch What do you think of her as an actor? I mean, as an actress or as her? Uh, first of all, the script was horrible, but uh, I thought she. I know, but you could tell like body language and presence and humor yeah, and yeah, I, I thought, and I physicality she, and stuff like that. But how she is but, is not how necessarily how the character is written, Brad. You have to remember that. That's true. I'm just saying the actress. I think she's a good actress. I think that she in, in the show for what she's doing as well as she can with what she's been given on the screen. 
Exactly. Um, <laughs> but my my bigger point is, I don't. I haven't seen people bitch about the casting. I haven't it's seen about, it either. You know, it, it's it's so funny because I see all these people that are posting all these memes and stuff, and I'm like, look. She did fine. Does she, she has a visually striking face. I mean, that's something that, that Mary Jane has to have. She has to draw you in. Um, she's, incre- she is, she's an incredibly beautiful young woman. Absolutely. Yeah, she really absolutely. is. She, she is striking. Yeah. And yep. you want somebody that's going to have model good looks. Now, she's the, got that. the Ultimate Spider-Man comic, which she was Brainy Jane, she mm-hmm. was still gorgeous because she was drawn by Mark Bagley. But she was also very nerdy. Mm-hmm. If they if they blend those two characters, the, the concept of the character being an every woman where she gets along with everybody, I think you can make it work. The other thing I'll say is too, George Berryman hated Maria Hill in the comics, but he likes Maria Hill in the Avengers movies. What? Well, yeah. So, um, I, what I'm saying is is that. One, nobody's seen a trailer. We haven't seen anything yet. This is not necessarily analogous to how I view Maria Hill, though. Okay, but... Because I I actually like Mary Jane a great deal. Mary Jane is a very important character to me. Right. Mm -hmm. So I expect to like that character going into the movie. Kobe Smulders made me like movie Maria Hill. I I, I still could give two shits about comic Maria Hill. She can die in a fire. Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> same, same, the same thing for me with the Falcon. I didn't like. I've never liked the Falcon in the comics. I love the Falcon in the movies. Right. Yeah, uh, but, but that actor, that actor that plays. The are, you, are you trying great. to say that like once I see her, then I'll fall in love with her? There's a that possible. Is that what you're trying to say? That, that, there's that possible. I'm just saying that it is. It is absolutely. Not if she doesn't have red hair, Jack. <laughs> I'm have you put seen that on there right now? Have you seen the pictures of her with red hair? No, but I've seen I, the pictures of her from the set where she doesn't have red hair. Yeah, that's. Google's in day of red hair, it, it, it works. I, I tell you right now, what really frustrates me about this whole thing is, is we not three weeks ago did we just have the casting announcement mm-hmm. at San Diego Comic Con. Yep. And in no way did they even hint that she was going to be playing anybody other than Michelle. Which, I, I there's so many places that that said Michelle Gonzalez. I don't know if that was said at the panel. I don't know. If that well, was wait a minute. Hang on. A lot. I think initially all they said was Michelle, and then every other site ran with it. Oh my God, she's playing Michelle Gonzalez, and they never, ever, ever said yeah. Michelle Gonzalez. Right, because they because they were trying because they were assuming that fact that because she's playing a character named Michelle, and they were looking through Spider Man comics. That that's the only one that was come to so mind. Michelle Gonzalez came from everyone else that wasn't Sony well, or Marvel. But, See, if you, but yeah, but in hindsight, if she is playing Mary Jane, it actually doesn't make or a variation of her. It doesn't make sense for her for someone if since because they are casting Zendaya as the female lead in this thing. Yeah. So it doesn't make it, sense it for her to Yeah, it doesn't make sense to cast her as a Michelle Gunn. Yeah, like a very obscure type character that you're yeah, gonna it, the only it. the only uh, positive of that is is that and see I've also heard uh, the other thing a big major thing I heard was they were avoiding Mary Jane and Gwen for mm-hmm. obvious yeah. reasons. Yeah, that's what uh that's what I had heard as well. And, and so, which would make sense to me. I, I don't mind them bringing in another love interest like Michelle Gonzalez, who, let's face it, was a pretty blank canvas. Wait, you know? wait, wait, wait. No, wait, wait. Now, if they're going to bring in another love interest, there's way, way, way more characters and better characters to bring in than Michelle Gonzalez, who was a throwaway character from, what, six years ago? <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. Like, like, I agree like with Black that. Cat, 
Oh my God! Any of them, like Black Cat, like uh, hell, like Sissy Ironwood, like uh, <laughs> like. Uh, here's the thing, Charlie they Cooper. They, what, what, they could have put, put Glory in the movie and have Peter date Glory in high school, and it would have been okay. <laughs> That's the thing that kills Charlie me. Cooper. They could have actually gone with a black character. Well, he but she didn't. He didn't date Glory. Wouldn't you be upset? Go to high school with Mary Jane. Well, here's, or Ned Leeds for F's sake, Brad. Here's the thing: if they were, if, if, if she is playing Mary Jane, then the fact, then then their them, them earlier claims that oh, we did maybe that that we're not kind of bring Mary Jane in the movie initially. That that's probably obviously that you know because nowadays the key is to for these Hollywood uh, directors and cast members and producers is to blatantly lie so they can so they won't ruin the surprise. Quote unquote. You know. Seriously, though, they they could have put yeah. Glory in the movie yeah. and have Peter you know like Glory or something like that. And I'm like, there's basis in that in the comic books. Glory, the first time Peter saw Glory, he thought she was ultra attractive and was into her. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. And I'm and like, Glory, this, she this, with him. This this matches the comic. Yes, this could have happened. <laughs> Yeah. And so, this is why I don't. This is why I don't understand. And I've said this about Spectacular Spider-Man. I don't understand why they can take while they'll ignore characters that are actually multiracial and diverse, and they'll take existing ones and try to try to you know do the do the racial swap on them instead. I've never understood that. Like that. When there's other characters out there they could use. Well, here's the, here's the, here's here's my maybe it's because those aren't they aren't as popular. Here's my here's my antithesis. Uh, my counter-argument to that on Spectacular. He did use every single character he could possibly use. Pretty much every person that has a speaking role is from the comics. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he did a couple of... He did about three or four different changes to the race of, of those characters. One of them being Ned Lee, who was prominent. Um, the other being, um, I think, uh, Roger Kingsley was black. That was the only other. Um, Liz Allen was also a change. And Liz Allen was, was yeah. La- La- Latina, actually. Latino. Yeah. And dude, uh, you know what? Yeah. I could have bought Idris Elba as Roderick Kingsley. <laughs> I could have if he hadn't played him. I'd be like, I could kind of see him. I could kind of see him playing a kind of a kind of a pompous dick of a villain. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I'm I mean, I, so no, gang, I, we need to start wrapping it up. But uh, let's let's get some final uh, final thoughts on the uh, actually. Any, actually, actually I'll go ahead. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't Part see that. it happening. I don't think he's going to be in yeah, I'm calling it now. Because just looking yeah. at the pictures of her on the set, nothing about her costuming codes and anything about MJ. I mean, even without you know her physical appearance being so different, just her, her style, the clothes, she honestly is dressed like a background character. But I guess given her you know acting history, she'd... Um, she'd be more prominent, but I just don't see her coded as a strong supporting character. But I think that could be intentional. If they are making her Mary Jane, that that's part of the twist. If they make her look as frumpy and kind of plain looking as possible, and then you have the surprise reveal at the end where she's like, where she shows up at at door at Peter's door, all doled up, ready for the homecoming dance. You know, yeah. if it is, well, it seems like they're going through the whole movie without a love interest. Well, the the thing is, the rumor going around is that Peter has his eye on Liz Allen, and so does Flash. So there's kind of because you know it's that John Hughes, you know, you know, oh, sixteen yeah. candles thing going on, or no Breakfast Club, excuse me, because that's the other thing they were kept referencing at Comic Con is like, oh, it's just like the Breakfast Club. We call ourselves the Breakfast Club. Oh, look, here we are posing the photograph, just like in the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then they don't nothing about it really. Yeah, In Marvel, I trust. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I'm not saying that anymore. 
At all. <laughs> at all. Not anymore. All right. Uh, we a, before before we wrap up, May, we've, so. we've got uh, a couple uh, Marvel Legends Spider-Man talk. Tell, Zach's going to hit that. Yeah. You know, Brad likes to placate to me every once in a while. So it's um, San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, you know, last, a couple episodes ago, I talked about the um, wave that's coming out. It's finally coming out this month um, with Silk and the Ultimate Spideys and Hobgoblin. Well, I pre- we pretty much could predict it. Um, I know what I'm buying JR next year for Christmas is a, <laughs> a new new six inch Green Goblin uh, by by Hasbro. With uh, there's not been a um, nobody knows what the build a figure is, and I'm pretty sure that they'll probably announce that um, whenever it comes time, or closer to Toy Fair, because it usually comes out in the spring. This is when they announce this at San Diego. They did this a few years back with Spider Girl and the Pizza Slice Spidey. Um, so they're they're bringing out back a new black suit Spider Man, um, Spider Man UK. Uh, the Jackal. These are six six inch legends. These are the six inch legends. Uh, the okay. Ja- the Jackal is finally getting. Oh, they're making a Jackal legend. They are making that, a Jackal. That'd been a good one to have. Uh, they are. I, I'm very. Of course, I'm excited about that one. It's uh, it's him in his 70s get up, not his uh, 90s look. So nice. Um, and so th- these will be available probably early February, March of next year. Um, they also announced at San Diego that they're for next year and probably the li- the later wave that they'll have next year is that they're going to be making a Mary Jane figure. A Marvel Legends Mary Jane. Yes. Now, I don't think they've ever done that. Uh, no, never done a Marvel Legends. They've done it in a five-inch uh, five form with uh, the yeah. famous wedding, uh, famous couples, uh, two-pack with uh, Toy Biz. So yeah. there was that. Um, also, um, they announced the Doctor Strange movie stuff. So uh, if you want, want to get a Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, figure, you, you can definitely do that as Doctor Strange. Also, uh, pun- there will be a new Punisher and Jessica Jones figures from the Netflix series. So if you like that, you'll see that next year as well. I'm looking at this goblin. JR, this is a gorgeous-looking goblin. Here, I'll send you the link. I think I've seen a picture uh, of it before, but it's, not, it's been a while. Uh, the jackal. I, th- I don't know if I like the furry jackal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, sounds weird. Oh, yeah. there. I think I'm missing one. Um, the, the, I'm not a fan of the spider UK. Uh, yeah, that, that, it's, it's, it, it, yeah, I'm not that big a fan of the new 2099 suit either. I see. Here's the thing. The 2099 figure, I, I was like, oh, but that's, that figure actually makes me like the suit better because of the, because of the black. Yeah. The suit that the figure does look better than the comic. Honestly, the figure makes, yeah. makes the costume actually that better. lighting on these figures look great. <laughs> I, yeah. The, uh, so I, I'm, I'm, I am very, very pleased with the, with the, um, overall line. I wasn't looking forward to the 2099, but, um, I was like, okay, I, I, this can make it work. So, yeah, I, the eyes are too big on that black suit. Yes, they're a little overpowering. Now, now they've yeah. been known to make some changes with the from between the announcements and the uh, and the actual final reveal. Uh, I remember they released the uh, they put the prototype of the Gwen Stacy head uh, uh, on the floor when they were they weren't done with it, <laughs> and it looked a lot better. By the way, if you see a Spider Gwen, those are pretty rare. 
in the wild. Um, it's been a very yeah. popular figure, and they go for pretty hefty, um, pretty hefty money. Man, on, on so, so are the Deadpool's. Yeah, the Deadpool's are ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they and they, you know, so we're starting to see more and more. It seems like they're going to be releasing at least two waves a year, um, possibly three. So if you the, like there's a we were talking about this on on one of my other shows and I said we had a pretty lengthy di- discussion about it and I'm like there's a lot that hasn't been done but one that I'm surprised they haven't done yet is Doctor Octopus. He had one. I, he had one with toy. I have a Doctor Octopus Legends. Yeah, but it was a toy biz figure. But Hasbro has yeah. not done a. Oh, you're uh, talking about Hasbro. I count them all together. Yeah, it's kind of hard to, to separate the two, but there's a very clear line between. The Toy Biz has the Toy Biz Legends and the Hasbro Legends, but yeah. um, I, you know I gotta say that if you if you like these figures, this is a really good time. I mean they've they've done a really good job the last couple of the last really two and a half year year and a half two years. They should for twenty bucks a pop. Yeah, and and they're still and they're selling because they're keeping making them. So yeah, that's true. Um, you know uh, I wish also I, I I'm gonna give you guys a couple of pro tips. One. Um, go to Walgreens because uh, they sometimes will have sales and they'll give you a discount with their disc- uh, your Walgreens card. I got my uh, Daredevil and a Spider Girl for uh, instead of twenty bucks a piece, it was five dollars off each. And the other thing is is um, go to places like Target. Um, I saw them available for like eleven ninety nine in certain spots, so you may be able to price match and get them cheaper. So sometimes you'll just look for deals and, and the longer they've been out, the better, the cheaper they become. Don't, I, unless you just have to have them when they come out, don't wait a little bit and, and, and let the scalpers dupe the people that, um, I don't want to say dupe, but, you know, supply and demand obviously dictates the price, yeah. but, um, you can always wait a little bit. You don't have to get them right when they come out. Yeah. How many legends do you think you got? Ooh. A hundred? Uh, no, I, I don't have that many. Uh, I have, <laughs> like on my shelf right now, I've got probably fifteen. Yeah. Um, I cool. I've I went a really big period without collecting them. I've got some I've got some other stuff in boxes. Um, I've got some older figures too. Like I have uh, I have several twenty nine nines. Um. One that I got from my ex-wife last year for Father's Day, and then the, oh. uh, the other one is the uh, KB Toys exclusive, which is weird saying that because since KB Toys isn't around anymore, um, they oh I got uh, I, I ordered those online years ago the Scarlet Spider and the twenty nine nine exclusive from KB Toys yes. yep and I have both um, I'm selling one I'm not selling my Scarlet Spider because yeah well duh. But, All right, I think that's a wrap. Anything else you want to say on that, Zach? Yeah, man, I just uh, appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, let me in, indulging me on the on the action figure stuff. No problem. Okay. Uh, real, real quick, one thing I, I wanted to say uh, before we close out here, we didn't say earlier about the uh, the Mary Jane casting thing, is that while the rap you know cites it source as a couple of dudes, and then everyone runs with that as confirmed, still to this day you have we have not heard we have not heard from Sony or Marvel. We have not had it reported in Variety. We have not had it reported in Deadline. We have not had it reported in the Hollywood Reporter. That's true. Yeah. So did your Entertainment Weekly run with it? I, um, I think I don't they know did, if they did. They did actually. They did actually do a uh, similar, uh, like a, basically a similar piece. I think in terms of like the um, 
in terms of like how you know the idea, mostly mostly about the reaction to the news rather than whether or not it was true. The actual I, news. I, you you yeah. you have some media outlets like uh, like that are running with it as confirmed, except some of them are putting it as confirmed in the headline, mm-hmm. knowing that that's what, the only thing people will see. And then when you actually read it, they'll cite a rumor at the wrap. And they won't. Mm-hmm. Other sites will will run it and run it as confirmed. Other places that are responsible run it like us and say this is what they're saying at this site, but also mm-hmm. take this with a grain of salt because it's not confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so. if it's not in when no, we we heard the rumors about Michael Keaton, but it wasn't until it got to Variety, it got to because I mean that's what they do. Variety yeah. is the is the bible for for the Hollywood Hollywood reporting casting. Yes. Yeah. yeah, for casting. If you want to know, if you want to know what's confirmed for, in terms of casting, it's going to be in it's going to be in Variety or Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. So, you know, you and you to, would think NBC News would be a reliable enough source. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No, okay. you wouldn't. Okay. Don't you remember Brian? Remember Brian Williams? This is the That's same network true. that hires Andrea Mitchell. I wouldn't. I would. They have no credibility. This is the same. This is the same remember, network. That well, it's one of the big. It's one of the big ones, and you would think that they would. They would cite their sources instead of writing a, a clickbait headline. No, you would. This uh, is the same network that altered George Zimmerman's nine eleven call, nine one one call. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Regardless and what you think, and I mean, you know, the guy's a pot, but you know, the, <clears> the, but. It goes back to the agenda thing. So now, now the state of journalism in this country is awful, laughable. Is no journalism and true journalism in this country anymore? It is all the only the only true journalist. I'm not saying this to blow smoke up Brad's ass. Uh, that you find anymore, it seems like the local journalists, the ones that are trying to prove themselves, and and, and the ones who are and, trying to like move up into the industry that has no credibility. Yeah. <laughs> But, but, but you know, it's almost you, you watch the local news and and you feel like you get more out of it than the than the national news because it's just so agenda driven mm-hmm. in general. All right, I, I'm going to add one other story um, before we wrap up, just to get some humor. Make Ashley out cover of it. it. Just, uh, no, because I just found it. Uh, this is from the Associated Press. Because I just got, I, every day I get an email from Google Alerts with the word Spider-Man in it, and this just came in my email. Shocking. I'm going to read. Uh, Lake, Dateline, Lakeland, Florida. A man's been uh, hit by lightning. He's been bit by a venomous spider, and now a snake. A Central Florida man surviving <laughs> be a survivor. Thirty-one-year-old Kyle Cook. Uh, they say he's a walking Murphy's Law. That's what his father calls him. Uh, uh, the younger cook was almost finished mowing his yard at his family's rented house on August 11th when he heard a loud rattling sound. He saw a five-foot snake about three feet away. As he moved back, he stepped on a stick. He says the noise pro- uh, provoked the snake, which struck him. The, it says the fang marks are now visible two weeks later on his right leg. So this man has been bit by a spider, a snake... And lightning. Hopefully he gets to this, keep the leg. A lot of times, he did lightning. All, wow. all this, all this happened to Stan Lee's people. I mean, you got Electro, you've got Spider Man, and who's bitten by a snake that has powers? Well, Snake Man. Cold. Anyway, it, it seems like an origin story for a villain, does it not? Well, you call it, well, he would be called a uh, Spider Snake Lightning Man. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be the <laughs> Spider Venom. <laughs> How about yep. that? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, ending on the spider bite. There you go. There you go. All uh, right, gang. Any final thoughts before we go? I have a That'd request. A request. Go ahead. 
I think you should bring back the sad Hulk the uh, sad Hulk Hulk ending theme just for for nostalgia's sake. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, the Hulk is coming back as a zombie. Shocker. <laughs> Brad didn't sit there and, and barely barely bat his eyes when you were trying to give. Oh, me, probably not. No. They're 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 throwing any damn thing at the wall now just so people will buy it. it, it there's no there's no point in any of this anymore. This is this is the same company that gave you Frankenstein. So yeah, it's that's yeah. actually what this reminded me of a little bit was Frankenstein. Now it's now it's Frankenstein. Now they're retreading. It's yeah. Frankenhulk. It's right. Mar- Marvel is what DC was when when New Fifty Two hit. <laughs> That's yeah. the exact same spot where Marvel is now, and they're, and they're just like DC. They're getting diminishing returns, like a like a mofo on it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah ah ah. <laughs>